BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. You may know me from Bravo TV's Family Karma and, of course, social media. I grew up in a very conservative Indian family, but I have always forged my own path and live life on my own terms. I recently left my successful career in New York City and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Join me as I spill the chai on my own cringeworthy personal life experiences every Thursday, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. Welcome back, everyone, to Divorce Not Dead. Today is an interesting one. I am going to talk about holding back the years. I mean, for me, 40 is the new 30, frankly. And I think that, I mean, it's so funny to me to think that at 40, we are considered, well, in medical terms, I don't know if any of you know this, but I actually went to the doctors for a checkup. I am the face, I don't know if you know, but of this hospital group here. And I went to go and see a fertility doctor just because they have um, IVF doctors here. Anyway, we were laughing because they said, well, if you had come in, me, they would consider my pregnancy a geriatric pregnancy. I mean, talk about add insult to injury. I'm not only have you just walked in because you can't have a baby or you're having trouble having a baby, which is most of us. I had IVF, so, and that's a whole nother podcast I actually should do. But for most of you that's all, all plucked up the courage to go in and do something like that, then to be told you're a geriatric as well while you're in there, it's like mortifying. So that needs to change anyway, because I can tell you something, ladies, I've told all of you before, I do not feel in any way old. I really don't or incapable or at the end of my life or that my end of my life is coming. I feel like I'm just getting started. And I don't know if that's scary or not, but I really, really do feel like I'm just getting started. I feel so much better than I did in my 20s and my 30s. And now I'm just the best because I, I do everything is on my terms. Everything. I mean, as I've said to you, selfish is the new black. So I wanted to share with you because so many of you ask me how I look so good at 40 or whatever. And I, it's not about being, as I've said to you before, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, thinking that I'm most most beautiful 40-year-old out there 
definitely don't think that at all. In fact, you know, at school, I really, really struggled. You know, I had freckles and mousy brown hair. I was like not good looking. I had headgear, people. I had to wear headgear at school, which I mean, if any of you have ever been a teenager, wearing headgear to breakfast and to dinner and around the courtyard was like possibly the worst. It was a sentence of death. I mean, I mean, thank God I was at a girl's school, frankly, but I, it wasn't good. So it's not like I was born looking great. Um, I think that has success and being able to do things myself afforded me the luxury of looking better. Hell to the yes, of course it has. Absolutely. Look at the Kardashians. I mean, look at all of the Kardashians. None of them started out like, you know, swans. And I think that's the key. And I think that as we get older and we sort of grow into ourselves and our disposable income and whether you have any or not, or the income that we get comes, it should be put aside. Some of it, I always say, I don't mind working really hard for my children. I don't mind working really hard for my life. I don't mind working really hard for my lifestyle and things like that. But I do mind working really hard for everybody in, around me and then not getting anything out of it for me at the end. I always, always have to feel good. I always remember, no matter what, putting myself first too, just because if my hair was properly done, if my makeup was on, if I had an outfit that I've absolutely been working hard and dying for, if you know my eyelashes were curled or whatever it was that I liked, I could perform better. I could walk into that room and it didn't matter. It's so funny. You know, like if you believe you're a supermodel, you're a supermodel. That's it. You can believe your own bullshit. And once you believe in yourself, you know, and you put on those heels and you're as good as any of those other women in there, then, you know, you can kind of rock it. I mean, it's not like I had the best CV of anyone on the planet. I did not. I just winged every single interview I had and sort of somehow made it work for me, which is what I've said is about pivoting into so many different areas. And that came from confidence and confidence comes from feeling good. So I get asked, you know, when did you start using filler? What about Botox? What about all these things? Well, first of all, I do all of it. So when did I start Botox? I started Botox probably in my twenties and a long, long time ago. And when it first came out, I guess, and I guess we didn't know that much about it, but um, as far as I'm concerned, and I, everyone used to, I remember so well, they're going, you're going to inject your forehead with what? It's botulism. They don't know what's going to happen to you in 15 years. And I'd be like, well, you know, I don't really care what happens to me in 15 years because I want to look good now. And I, I've always had that attitude, which is like the same thing about when people go to me, well, well you know, you always surge here. What happens in 20 years? Don't know, could be dead. So, you know, when, I, when girls say to me or guys, say to me that they're going to do surgery when they're 60. They're going to do Botox when, they're, when they already look like a Sharpay. You know, what's the point, people? We don't need to look good on our deathbed, do we? So, you know, where's the rainy day? The rainy day is now. I would say today's the rainy day because we don't know if the rainy day will ever come. So that's where I am. As long as you're over 18, get it done. Obviously, you don't want to look like an overdone catwoman that's for sure. And there's a few disasters out there. And there is this thing that if you have been doing it a long time, sometimes you cannot see the wood through the trees and you don't really see when you begin to look weird. And that's not to say I haven't begun to look weird. Well, I, I don't think I look weird right now, but I haven't been able to do it for a year either. But like you can begin to look 
odd if you overdo yourself. So I suggest you start with a little bit of Botox. I always did it in my forehead. You know, there is a danger, of course, of having that really big raised eyebrow thing. Choosing a face doctor is like choosing an artist, okay? I always say, like, you know, do you want your Yves Saint Laurent bag or do you want your Topshop bag? And it's your face. So I always think that you should spend on your face. Your face is everything. And the key is to research. Look at the people that you admire. Look at the people, you know, in the magazines who've had work done. Who do you want to look like? I mean, not look like, but whose work do you like? I personally couldn't, I don't want to look like that woman, Bride of Wildenstein. I mean, I know that for a fact. If I saw her in the, the wait, doctor's waiting room, I'd walk straight out. Um, I'm sure the doctor that did it was probably a lovely man and she probably um, made him do it. But frankly, she should not be allowed to. And I know quite a few people like that have gone way too far and should have been turned away at the door. But that's those are doctors that want money and other doctors that will tell you go away. My doctor has been working with me for years and years and years and years. And because sometimes he flies here from Los Angeles and I don't get and see him too often, once he comes here, sometimes he'll come here and tell me, absolutely not, Caroline. I saw you three months ago and I'm not touching your face. Well, let's take a little break from the show. I hope you're enjoying it so far and discuss something extremely close to my personal heart. <laughs> Wine. Usual Wines is a company that obviously is online and delivers straight to the door, which is even easier. So perfect for the mum on the go or anyone that has a busy day or been to work and you like your drinks after work delivered to you. Usual Wines are for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces and a heavy pour is about a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring out wine down the sink that you don't want to finish the bottle because of the single serve format bottle design which is pure genius, frankly, because I can never get through a bottle on my own, obviously. And if I am, it's been a really bad day. Usual is always fresh, no more flat and bubbly or stale rosé. They low carbon, zero grams of sugar, which is all of you know, I'm always on a diet. So this is ideal for us girls. Usual has a red blend, a rosé and a sparkling wine called Brut. They also have a limited edition B-Root rosé just for the summer. Get ready because we also have a special holiday product coming early November, Usual Reserve. It's an ultra premium, limited edition, Mount Verdier Cabernet Sauvignon, introducing Usual Reserve. This is our most special wine yet, just in time for the holidays. Hailing from one of the most celebrated plots of land in Napa, this Cabernet Sauvignon is concentrated and rich with just enough grip. Gift it to someone special or simply keep it for yourself for the holidays, as usual. Go check out their website on usualwines.com and use my discount code DND for $8 off your first order and try out your first glass on us. Now I've got my glass of wine. Let's get back to the show. I mean, look, there is Botox and there, there is Botox. You should always have movement. I don't want to have that expressionless face that, you know, it's just very weird. You can't tell if someone's laughing, happy or sad. Like I, I like to have all different expressions to my face. I mean, my boyfriend now absolutely hates it if I get too much. Luckily, it does wear off. And a trick, by the way, people, if you suddenly do have a panic, and I've had a few friends that have had absolute meltdowns because they, you know, had too much Botox, 
you can go and get like a hot laser that they just do that lifts your skin and your face, which actually melts it. So it's not the end of the world. It's not forever. If you have a disaster, don't think your life is over. It's not. I always think invest in it. Invest in your face. It's not something you need a lot. Fillers are a lot more complicated than Botox. So I'd probably say if you can't afford to go to an amazing Botox doctor, then maybe, you know, separate them and have an amazing filler person because a filler reshapes your face completely, like completely. So let me tell you about my journey. So I started mid twenties, I guess. And I started with my Botox, which I just did a little bit around the eyes and the forehead, which got me all the way through sort of to my, I think that's all I did. Oh, and sometimes, by the way, one of the biggest secrets is Botox in the, under your chin, your neck and under your armpits. Amazing. Amazing. Armpits just stops you sweating and ruining any, anything in the summer. It's great for men, great for women. And if you're traveling, I can't recommend that enough. Anyway, back to my face. So I think when you're younger, you, you can start like this, you know, and, and push it to six months, every six months, that's all you need because you don't really have any lines. I think of it as preventative. So if you're not using those muscles then those muscles won't train themselves to be used. And over the years, somehow they stay, you, your skin stays kind of flawless. As I got older, I decided to do, you know, more things. And I think I was mid thirties or after the babies, you know, I think after my babies, I just wanted a complete overall. I started with my boobs. So I had researched that and it's quite funny because I have two really good girlfriends who I think were so sick of me talking about getting a boob job because I ummed and ahed and ummed and ahed and I'm a, I'm a bit, a bit of a baby in the end of surgery. You know, I got a bit scared and I was like, I don't know. And I always saw their boobs and I was like, oh God, I want it. Anyway, one day I came home and for my birthday, they'd already booked them. So I opened my card and I had the, you know, the voucher for my boobs from my girlfriends. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Booked it. And of course, the day before, tried to bail on it, asked them if they'd give my friends back their money. And they said, they said that they had predicted this and that absolutely not, he would not be refunding my friends. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And they, they did look great. And I just didn't need that nudge, to be honest. I don't think I'd have done it otherwise. And I think, you know, that the fact that everyone has sort of gone all out to get them for me, that I was like, okay, I'm in. Um, so I, of course, I hadn't even been to the doctor. I hadn't had the consultation because my friends all knew that I wouldn't do it. And the doctor just, he's a very good renowned doctor. And he was like, do you trust me? I said, yes. I said, if I have to change my tops, any of them, because I've spent a fortune on my wardrobe, I will actually kill you myself. And he said, no, no, I'm, I actually wanted Gwyneth Paltrow's tiny little ones. I thought they were so cute. Anyway, went in there and he didn't tell me how many CCs, didn't tell me anything. Felt like I'd been hit by a truck because I did it under the muscle. But the best things ever. I think they, well, my boys are 10 now, so they must be 10 years old. I'm sure they're coming up to be redone at some point. So I started there, gave me a lot of confidence. I always want to wear t-shirts or you know, tops and not have to worry about bras. I hate bras. I feel so uncomfortable and constricted in bras. I can't breathe. And so that gave me that freedom. And I was really happy with those. And actually he told me to do pear shape. I did round. I mean, I, it was a time when Victoria Bickham had the big round ones and I thought they looked like two tennis balls stuck on her. And I was like, no oh God, I don't want to look like that. But then I didn't, I didn't want to be disappointed and have like droopy boobs because I was like, what's the point of having a pair of fake ones if I have to wear a bra anyway? 
he was really pushing me towards the droopy ones, going, they're more natural. I'm like, well, I haven't come all the way here to have natural, have I? And actually, I did the round ones, and I am so happy with them, love them. They're amazing. So there you go. And if you're, um, you can still breastfeed most of the time. There is a few people apparently that can't, but I mean, you, you can ask, but I actually waited till all my children were out because I don't think there's any point because you have to redo them if you are going to have kids again anyway. So I did that, boosted my confidence. And then another thing that I tried when I was a little bit older was Vasa, because again, after you've had twins and my daughter, your stomach feels a bit ragged. So I did a little bit of Vasolipo, which girls, it's a lunchtime procedure. Like it is the most amazing thing. It is not a weight loss thing. It's not like liposuction. You're not under, you don't have to go under or you can go under if you want. It's not a recovery thing. You can go in, not go under, have your procedure and come out wrapped up. They put drains in you and you're out the same day. It's pretty bloody amazing. So I did that years and years ago. Um, actually, the technology today is a lot better than when I did it. And I had like my t- stomach sculpted a little bit. And so for those of you that always go, oh my God, your abs are amazing. Your abs are amazing. You look like done, you know, a million sit-ups. Well, I mean, I cheated a little bit. So there you go. You've got my secret. Don't give it out. So let's take a little break from the show and talk about one of my favorite things, self-care. But this isn't just about self-care. It's about sex care, one of my favorite topics. So especially now I've got a new boyfriend. So these are very relevant, ladies. Woo More Play is the all-natural sexual wellness brand that takes your sex life to the next level. They've got it covered from start to finish with coconut oil, freshies, and now quickies so you can take your better sex life on the go, even if it's just to the living room these days. I always use freshy towelettes before sex. They're made with coconut water and smell fucking amazing, so I always feel confident, especially after a quickie between Zoom meetings, if you know what I mean, or between the kids coming home from school and dinner having to be made, and 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 you've got about five and a half seconds. These days, I'm even keeping them in the car to clean my hands between grocery runs. But for the best sex ever, you have to try Woo's Coconut Love Oil. It's made with organic coconut oil. And even though we use it for everything like foreplay, sex, massages or whatever, it's edible and tastes like vanilla cupcake. No joke. I highly recommend it and try tasting it for yourself. And if you love the love oil like I do, Woo's new quickies are a game changer. These are cute, perfectly pre-proportioned packs of love oil. So all you have to do is rip off the top and get going. No mess, no cleanup. Sign me up. Head over to woomoreplay.com forward slash discount forward slash DND, 20% off your order of Woo. Or use code DND at checkout for 20% off Play to start spicing up today. That's 20% off with code DND. Trust me, you're going to keep coming back for more. They can actually give you a six pack. I didn't want that because I didn't want to look like, you know, a boy. But I had the two little V lines put in and I absolutely love them. I never had really any definition. And to be honest, now that I'm 44, I am seriously considering, and I have this amazing doctor in Los Angeles as well. And I will actually link all the doctors that I use because they're close friends and they're people that I've really, truly researched and trust myself. Okay. For me, they have been the best and that all my friends that have been are very happy. But again, please research your own. I'm booking in with this guy here and I'm going to do the back of my arms and my stomach again a bit. 
and, and my waist. I find that so hard when you hit 44. Like I used to be able to eat anything or, not, or drink or whatever. And then if I really put my mind to it for two weeks, the weight would just drop off. Now I literally, it's like it happened in the last two years. I was fine at 40 as well. 42, 43, I've put on five to six pounds. I just cannot, cannot shift. And I do work out. I'm not lazy. I'm always on my feet and I just can't get rid of it. So this is a really good way for getting rid of a few pounds easily. And when once they take it out like this, by the way, it never comes back to the same area ever. I think most women hate their bingo wings and things like this. And it's really, really hard to get rid of that too. doesn't matter how much you're in the gym. I mean, we've all got the Tracy Anderson videos where we're flapping like ducks. I certainly did that for quite a long time, holding bags of sugar, feeling ridiculous in my bedroom. You know, I love all that and it makes me feel amazing. But again, a quick fix is always good too. So I believe in small things that make my boyfriend, my ex-husband never made me feel like it was necessary. This is all about me. And I think when we understand that, like most of our husbands will hold us down and say, don't do it. And so I always used to lie. I'd be like, I'm just popping out for lunch and then come back having had surgery. (laughs) But, you know, they don't need to know because they just panic. And, you know, it's not that bad. I sound like I have a problem. I really don't. You know, again, these are minimal things for me. These are like little tweaks that have kept me in good stead. So I think if you can only do one thing, face over body, face over body every day, because men genuinely love a pretty face and love someone that eats. They don't care. My boyfriend can't bear it if I'm on a diet. He cannot bear it. He hates to see me push food around. He wants to see me enjoy my meal. So I'd say face over body. One of the biggest things that you can do to your face that is mind-blowing as a change. And I wish I could show you before and after, but it's a podcast, so I can't. But I did my jaw and it's called The Game Changer. And again, the doctors in Los Angeles are just a different level. I mean, I've got to be honest, it's insane what these guys can do. And it takes less than 10 minutes. It's not an operation. It's an injection. It's a needle. This is like a mini facelift in your lunch break. It's insane. So basically what they do is they get a tiny little incision in the very low of your jaw and they put a long, well, first of all, they numb it all. So don't worry, you're completely numb and this really doesn't hurt. It feels a little bit like a dishwasher, a little bit like the tugging sensation if any of you have ever had a um, C-section. Just a bit weird, but it's not painful. So they put the long needle in and then they put the filler through the line of your jaw, but they push it out through the chin. So your chin sort of comes out a little bit. I hope I'm explaining this well and protrudes further, making your jawline tighter. Then he puts it backwards towards your ears. So that also builds the jaw back there, making it further. So it tightens that whole bit, tightens the under your neck and makes you look really young. Some of you have got double chins or no jaw. It helps like anything. It's life-changing. I wish I'd known about this earlier. It, if, I, if you can afford one thing to do to yourself, this is the thing to do but I will make you laugh now because I remember when I first started dating Sergio, I had come in from Dubai and I don't think I'd been, I was in Los Angeles and I don't think I'd been to my doctor in six months, seven months. And he's the man I run to as soon as I land. And, um, you know, Sergio wanted to meet me at the, uh, 
And I, mind you, I've come off a 17-hour flight. 17 hours. No one wants to see their boyfriend after 17 hours on a plane, okay? No makeup, no nothing. And I've, you know, drunk champagne the whole way there. And, you know, I'm 20 years older. Well, not 20. I'm 18 years older than him. I mean, like, I need time to get ready. Anyway, of course, Sergio is waiting in the hotel lobby for me. First of all, I said, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I'm going straight to my doctor. And my doctor had held the, the surgery open for me. And because um, he's a really good friend of mine, too. And he held it open. He was waiting for me there. And everyone was on standby for my arrival. So I was like, I'm just going to throw my bags through the hotel lobby and come straight to you. Anyway, of course, I get to the bloody hotel lobby. And who's standing there with like flowers and beautiful smile on his face, but Sergio. And I've literally pulling the cap over my head, hoodie going, no, don't want to see you. Then I was like through the, he gave me a kiss, like gone with the wind in the middle of the lobby. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, fine. You want to date a 44 year old woman? Here, let me show you what goes into a 44 year old woman. I don't know what came over me, girls. I don't know what possessed me to do this. I really don't. I'm, I think I do that whole thing. Like, you know, like show them the worst and see if they stay. Anyway, so He's like, no, I'll come to the doctor with you. And I'm like, I don't think you want to do this. I said, fine, come. So anyway, we get there and he's called Dr. Kasabian. So he's amazing and he's a good friend. So when we get there, Kasabian's waiting and he's like, well, are you sure you want him in the room? And I'm like, not really, but he's here now. So he's holding my hand and, and the doctor starts doing my jaw. And you've got to understand, so these men are highly, highly trained. It's also something that they do so bloody quickly. So they do these little incisions, you know, a little bit of blood starts coming out. And if those of you have ever known that cut anything in your head or your, your face, it bleeds a lot more than it is. So of course that starts bleeding. He's doing, he's doing everything then. He's doing my face. He's doing my Botox. He's doing my under eye bright. He's doing my neck. He's doing my chest. So Sergio, all he can see is blood everywhere around my face. Needles, long needles that are like, I don't know, five inches long. I can't feel at all. Going like into my face, but very, very hard because they do, it's like lipo. They sort of do this back and forth, really hard movement. They do it really, really fast and really hard so that you don't bruise. So you don't get horrible bruising around your face. And that's the sign of a good doctor. Anyways, he'd never seen anything as violent as this or as bloody as this. And of course, holding my hand, passed out. He passed out cold in the doctor's surgery. Hilarious. So that was um, the first time Sergio had ever seen anything like this. So if I were you girls, don't take your husbands. This is a trip you do on your own. Take your girlfriend, hold each other's hand, and off you go. That was that story. So Again, he's a doctor I've worked with for years and years and years. He knows the way I like to look. He will say no to me. You know, little things like, I didn't know that, you see, when, when I used to go to do filler in London, I used to have filler in the front of my cheeks. As you get older, you lose the, the weight in your face. You lose the collagen, the elasticity. Anyway, so they used to put these big balls of like filler in the front of my face. And you look like a chipmunk, a total chipmunk. And now when you go to LA, they just have different ways of doing it. They put it up by your cheekbone, like up by your eye, the end of your eyebrow and sort of down by the corner of your eye and it lifts your whole face. It's like artistry. And that's why I always say, like, why would you go and get cheap filler? I know that it's hard if you don't have the money, but you can do payment plans because filler does last about a year and a half. So this is not like Botox or anything else that you need to do you know, every three months, because I know that that's really expensive for people. 
you see, I always thought if you really like the way your face looks after filler, then you could go more long term for something like a facelift or whatever. I'm getting to the point now where I am, because I actually asked him about like the ponytail facelift, which is half a facelift, which looks amazing, which is your jaw, all the stuff he does to my lower face and neck, but permanent. And, you know, they pull from behind. It's called the ponytail lift and quite amazing, actually. But you should research all of these things. There's so much out there and they take 10 to 15 years off you overnight. So I went to see him the other day because obviously I'm 44 and I was thinking how long should start considering a permanent solution to what I've been doing each year. And he said another five years. So when I'm 50, I'm going to relook at it. Because again, look at these people. You have a whole nother lifetime. When you feel good about yourself, I really believe when you look in the mirror and you see an old person look back, you believe you're an old person. When you see a young person look back, and my friends, by the way, my friends are between mid-20s to 50. So, you know, I have such an array of friends. I really have fun with my young friends. Like, I don't feel out of place. I don't feel like I look ridiculous next to them. I really don't. I dress young. I feel fun. I will get on that table. I will have a blast with everyone. So, you know, I wanted my face to match my mood. If you can do this for yourself or, you know, choose one of these things to do to lift and to make yourself feel good about yourself, do it, do it. So the jaw is one of those things. I think another really, really important thing, if you can, is teeth. Teeth take years off you you know, whiten your teeth. And there's so many products out there that you can do at home too, by the way. So if you can't afford, you know, expensive dentistry, you can, you can go and do it at home. But I really would suggest that teeth whitening trays are an incredible must. You know, why would you walk around with yellow teeth today or coffee stained teeth? Make that your beauty routine. Every three months, go and get your teeth properly, professionally cleaned. It's, it's your calling card. It's your everything. So many women fall down and go, well, I'm ugly. He doesn't want me. I've been left for a younger woman. My life is over. No, it's fucking not. No, it's fucking not. Stop having a pity party. No one wants to date the girl that's having the pity party and no one feels sorry for you because there's 20 other girls in worse, well, 20 millions of other girls in worse positions than you are. So pick yourself up take yourself off and go and make the best of you. No, you may never be Christy Turlington. Never. You may never be Kim Kardashian. You can be the best version of you. Look at what Kim did to herself. Okay. She, she was a normal girl. She was a completely normal girl. I would definitely put an old picture of me up. I should do it on Instagram from when I was at school. I was a normal girl. I'm not a supermodel by any means, but I look so much better than I did. I'm the girl next door and we can all be the girl next door and better versions of ourselves. And I think that that is what this is about. When you invest in you, you invest in the rest of your life. There are many, many faces in the world, but only one of you. You're a unique person. And you bring something to the world different to anybody else. And if you don't feel happy inside, and I've said this a million times before, no one can make you happy. Only you can make you happy. If you don't feel happy, no one's going to employ you. 
No one's going to love you. Your children won't be happy. And the universe won't give you what you need. So go out there, make yourself happy, whatever it may be. Find your inner peace, find your inner happiness. And if that doesn't work, go and find yourself a good doctor. I can't help you until you help yourself. Everybody has to help themselves. And that really is what confidence is. Confidence is about believing in yourself, investing in yourself, and giving yourself the fair chance, by the way. And that if you have been left in your life, that that chapter of your life is closed, go and open another one. Become another version of you. I have become so many different versions of myself. I can't even remember the last ones. I look back at old photos and goes, who the fuck is that? I've changed my hair color. I've changed my face as much as I can. I changed my clothes, my style, changed the kind of man I went for. Change yourself, move, grow, enjoy your life. And that's it really, ladies. This is the key to confidence. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. 